0: Hey there, Tech Savvy Golf Enthusiasts, and welcome to the Tech Ed Clubhouse, where we blend the educational and the golf tastic, all while navigating the ever-changing world around us. I'm your host, Dan Thomas, your trusty caddy into the quirky intersection of EdTech and the unpredictable world of golf. Imagine a place where we demystify STEM education while laughing at our not-so-perfect golf swings, all in the backdrop of recent events that have reshaped our world. Whether you're a teacher adapting to the digital age or just trying to figure out how to stop hitting that ball into the water hazard in a world that's equally unpredictable, the Tech Ed Clubhouse is for you. We'll explore the tech that's changing education and the humor that helps us cope with life's curveballs, both on and off the course. So pull up a chair, grab a virtual cup of coffee, or your favorite golf beverage, and join us in the Tech Ed Clubhouse. Here, you'll find some enlightening conversations, entertaining anecdotes, and a sense of community, even if your golf handicap defies explanation. So, let's get started on this journey. Join us for today's episode. Welcome back, it is Wednesday, November 29th, about a week after the Nicegate 2023 conference in Rochester, New York, and I just wanna go over a quick review of what happened and what, what I thought of it. And I love this conference. It's a great conference for New York State educators that are interested in computers, technologies, ed tech, and it's a great place to network with a lot of innovative educators and see what they're doing. So I love going, and I want to share some insights that I've gained. So first of all, if you don't know what NiceGate is, NiceGate is the New York State Association for Computers and Technologies in Education. It's a nonprofit professional organization representing more than 25,000 technology using educators and administrators in New York State. This is the conference for the Technologies and Computers in New York State. This is the one to go to. It's held every year in Rochester, New York, and it's just before the Thanksgiving holiday, so the timing could not be better. There's always an awesome lineup of inspiring and robust keynotes, as well as a bunch of local teachers and administrators and some vendors too, sharing some skills, some new techniques, some philosophies, and it's more than just computers and technology and ed tech. There's a lot of things that go on. And this year they had an awesome student maker fair on Friday and Saturday morning with more than 1500 students in in attendance. it was amazing. This year's theme was called Mission Possible where technology and learning converge. And as you can probably guess, the main focus of a lot of the things at the conference was on artificial intelligence or AI. That is the buzz right now. And it's deservedly so. And in later podcasts, we're going to talk about things about AI. We're going to talk about ways to use AI and get things moving in the right direction. Some of the great keynotes at this conference were Dr. Michael Jabour who was a Microsoft Education Chief Innovation Officer and talked about AI and the role that Microsoft is playing in the development of the artificial intelligence area. Then there was uh, Alberto and Mario Velasquez, or better known as the E-Twins, who talked about a revolution in education. They talked about what's going on with AI and how things are changing, and growing, and we don't know that we're in the middle of a revolution. And then to end the conference, a friend of mine, Dr. Matthew Joseph from Massachusetts, talked about being stronger together. And it was again, it was more than just technology. It's how we as teachers, administrators, and staff members and ed tech coaches can all work together for the common goal of making students succeed. So some of the conference statistics and facts and such as number of attendees, there was 14 different session strands with multiple concurrent sessions. And there was so many robust opportunities to choose from. It was hard to put together a schedule to go see everything because there was a bunch of stuff going on. And you always leave there excited. I, you know, you always leave there with with this energy and this desire to go back and try some things. My last count was there was over 1200 teachers, administrators, ed tech people there in attendance as well as over 100 vendors. And it was over four days it was awesome. My personal experience at NiceKate this year was discomfort. And I say that because I did a lot of things that were outside of my comfort zone. And you need to step outside your comfort zone more often than not in order to grow and become better because what the heck, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen, right? So the whole weekend I was outside my comfort zone. I had to give a couple of presentations on Saturday about uh, the role of artificial intelligence and the hour of code with code.org and their role in it as well as talking about how mouse out of new york city provides some professional learning for the code.org curriculum which is a wonderful thing and i'll get into that at a later date But beyond that, I was also asked by Dr. Matt Joseph to be part of the Closing Keynote. Now, I've never done anything like that. And the Closing Keynote was all about being stronger together. So what I shared was, was what if, what if we took the kids in our classroom and we gave them some voice? And I know that's kind of a buzzword right now and things like that, but what if we gave them opportunities, multiple opportunities to share their knowledge and show what they've learned in unique situations? And I had a great time uh, with, on stage with, with Matt, with Yuritza, and with Lori Gion. A couple there was three great, great uh, people. Um, Matt Joseph over at X-Factor EDU, Yuritza over at McKenzie's Time Machine, and Dr. Lori, Lori Gion over at Smile Learning. Great people. Go check them out. There'll be some information in the show notes about how you can get in contact with those things. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do at this conference was I wanted to meet and talk with colleagues, with people that I don't know, with people that I know around that I only see there because I want to dig their, pick their brains a little bit and see what's going on in their world and how what they're doing in their little world can help me become better and bring back to my school. So I spent a lot of time sitting around, talking with people, walking around, uh, just, just asking questions. I remember I was sitting down there at Nice Gate Central and I was just kind of minding my own business. And... We're talking about ai and this this woman sits down and we just start chatting and i showed her how to go into chat gpt and use the uh the dolly plugin to create some some amazing uh, desktop backgrounds i'll tell you what she she was so excited that and i know that she's going to take that information back to her school and show somebody else so that little five minute conversation over a cup of coffee in the morning is going to reap benefits down the road because she's going to go back to her school and she's going to show her teacher pals and they're going to go home and maybe show their kids or their spouse. Right. And they're going to, it's just going to grow. And that's how these movements start. Right. So that's, you know, you need to go and you need to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. You need to get out of your classroom and you need to go talk to people. So that's kind of what some of the things that I wanted to do. You know, we did send some people from my school to the Nice Gate conference. However, I did not, I did not go with them because it's more important, I thought, to to meet new people. I actually got to go on the behalf of code.org and mouse out of New York City. And I got to present with them and work in their booth and meet some cool new people, and it was awesome. So what are some things that I took away from this? Well, I actually got to sit in and watch this amazing session that Dr. Joseph, that Matt did. And it was called Ignite Creativity. And the concept was pretty awesome. And I didn't have the guts enough to be part of it. I'm not gonna lie there. I was asked and I didn't have the guts enough to do it. And, I, and I'm and i kicking myself, but I didn't. But here's the concept. There was nine presenters and each presenter had five minutes to talk about a topic that they wanted to talk about. And they, got, they had to make 20 slides of a PowerPoint or a Google Slides. And the slides automatically advanced every 15 seconds. So as soon as Matt started this hour-long session, he did not, the show did not stop until the last person was done. So you had your five minutes, you and the slides moved at 15 seconds, whether you were done talking or not. And I'll tell you what, that was an amazing experience to sit through. There was a, so much energy in the room. Um, Carl Hooker talked, the E Twins talked, um, Alifia Mare from Mad Learn talked, Yuritza talked. Uh, Tim Needles talked from New York City, awesome guy, All right. There was some pretty amazing stuff in there. And I'm, I'm just upset that I didn't do it. I didn't have the guts enough to do it. And I'm not gonna lie. I will do that next year. And I could see that there was going to be a use for this in the classroom. I'm gonna bring that back to the school. I could see this uh, at graduation. Maybe you take the top 10 or you take some kids from, from the high school graduating class and you and you have them do something like this on stage at graduation talking about their their four years at high school or their um their their years through going through the school district i think that could have a powerful impact you could do it as a classroom thing on a story uh, but it has far reaching and it was again it was beyond Computers. It was beyond ed tech tools. It wasn't and it was curriculum. It was uh, perseverance. It was trying something new. And I'll tell you what, that was probably the most amazing thing I saw there. That little simple idea. Uh, Another thing I sat through with uh, a gentleman from Microsoft Education was was new copilot. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Microsoft owns 49% of OpenAI, the people that run ChatGPT. So by doing so, they were able to, they're incorporating ChatGPT into their Office Suite, into, into, into their Bing search engine, into um, a lot of different tools that they have. But one tool is Copilot with ChatGPT. So you can go into copilot.microsoft.com or you can go to bing.com slash chat and you have access, free access to ChatGPT4 with the Dolly plugin. And I'll tell you, that's a game changer. We're gonna talk more about AI in the future, but that's a game changer for using and creating some awesome new tools and streamlining your workflow. One of the other things they did at the Nice Gate Conference, which I think is pretty awesome, is they do these TED style talks. They call them EdTech talks. And they did one before each of the keynote sessions. And I got to see a couple of them. And one of them was talking about their journey. But the one the one that really, really stuck with me was at the closing keynote, it was a 19 year old girl who had, her father was big in, uh, in the nice skate world, has helped out with the conferences for years. And because of her and her advocacy, is the reason why they have the student maker fair on Fridays now that, again, brought 1500 kids to, to Rochester from all over the state to share what they do in the classroom. This girl was so inspiring so amazing on stage. Uh, She's gonna do well. She's gonna be amazing at what she does, but holy cow, the way she talked, how she talked about bringing things up and trying things out and building things and just getting in there and giving things a shot was truly, truly amazing. And obviously you cannot have an ed tech conference without talking about artificial intelligence. And AI was everywhere. Multiple, multiple sessions talking about AI and how to use AI in different AI generators from Magic School to CuriePod to Quizzes and, and Nearpod and Canva and everything and everything has AI built into it. And it is going to have, if not already has, had a tremendous, amazing impact on what the art of teaching is. And yes, it is an art. And I will preach that from the rooftops, that it is an art. And the E-Twins talked about we might be in the middle of an educational revolution. Not a reformation, but a revolution where because of AI, we are going to have to change the things that we've done. And one of the things they talked about was how the education model is built on an old, old, old Prussian model of education. And, you know, I'm 53 years old, so I went through school, and our parents, my parents went through school as an industrial model. Let's get these kids in here, let's teach them these things, let's get them out. And yes, there's still a need for that. But with the advent of AI and the internet and everybody being connected, things have to change. Things have to change. So AI being on the scene, I don't see how it cannot help but make education better. You can make lesson plans in 30 seconds you can differentiate your instruction in a minute and a half for multiple levels you can translate it into a into a different language you can summarize it you can scaffold it up you can scaffold it down you can have it read to you you can have questions asked and things like that but oh my god what can and you can even have it create images and slide decks and write formulas for your uh, Excel or Google Sheets spreadsheets. You can have it do whatever you want it to do. And I think it will have to be in the hands of students. Think about this. I know the big gut reaction is, hey, kids are gonna cheat. Well, you know what, kids are gonna cheat anyways. You can't stop that. If the question is something that's so simple that that you can Google the answer, that AI is gonna give you the answer, then we need to change the way our methodology and our pedagogy of doing some things. But that's a different soapbox for a different day. But take, for example, a kid that is writing an English essay and you're working with some other kids on some things or they have some time uh, that that they're waiting. How about throwing that essay into ChatGPT, for example, and say, hey, check this out for some grammatical errors. Summarize this article. Uh, review this as your uh, a seventh grade ELA teacher and get some feedback. We ask the kids to read each other's and do peer feedback. How come, how, why would we not throw it into an AI unit? but there was all kinds of different techniques and thought processes and prompts. And, and, and that's one of the things that I think is going to revolutionize what we're doing in the classroom. And I think it has to. So in addition to getting all this knowledge and talking to people, I had some awesome, awesome, awesome networking experiences. I got to meet up with my MIEE group or the Microsoft Innovative Educator Expert group across the state. Uh, And man, what an amazing group of people that is. We got to talk about all things Microsoft and how we're using it in the classroom and what are some new things that's coming out of Microsoft and just sit and talk and pick brains and share ideas. And it was awesome. I'm not gonna lie, that was awesome. And as part of this group, a lot of us are Minecraft uh, ambassadors. So we did a live Minecraft build in front of the Microsoft booth. We did a build challenge and I think we built a rocket. Again, we threw uh, the, the guy that ran it, threw it into, uh, through ideas through chat GPT to come up with this. And it was, it was great, we had some new people there that wouldn't try it if they were in the classroom because people are afraid of it, because teachers uh, think they have to be the experts at it and they don't. So it was fun to bring some people in and do a Minecraft build live and then um, get it on the schedule. So we had we had probably 15 different people working on this challenge and it was awesome. Um, lots and lots of informal discussions at what was called Nice Gate Central over a cup of coffee or a water or stuff like that. Um just talking about a bunch of other things, seeing some poster sessions. Uh there was some book signings. I got to meet a couple awesome people that I'm kinda uh glad I got to meet. I got to meet Becky Keen from i2e, uh, which is a Microsoft esports thing that she's running. Uh great lady. Uh, very awesome, very fun to talk to. And and I got to meet uh, Stephen Reed again, who is also big into the esports and the Minecraft stuff. And the best part and the funniest part was, um, if you don't know, I, I tell dad jokes every day on Facebook and Twitter, along with a selfie long story, and I'll share that later. But I'm the number of people that came up to me that I got to talk to because I post a silly dad joke every day and and it was awesome. And the thing that never ceases to amaze me at places like this in webinars, whether I talk to people or shoot out a DM, is how amazing these teachers are and how much they want to share. These people want to share their stuff with with you. They're not gonna sell it to you um, if they're selling it to you, then you need to find somebody else. But these teachers, these these teachers, these people in in the corporate world and these edtech ed influencers, for lack of a better term, want to share this information with you. They want to get it out there because you guys are in the trenches, and it's amazing how much they want to share. So just to finish up my recap of the NiceKate 2023 conference, go to a conference. Go Even if it's local, if you go down the street, if you have to go across the state, if it's an hour or two or three hours away, go to the conferences. These are where you kind of get your mojo back a little bit. You kind of get your energy back up and you get outside of your little silo. If you can't go to the conferences, go down the hall. The, quite often, the best PD opportunity you have is walking into your neighboring classroom, maybe in a different building, maybe across town, uh, whatever, but go see how other people teach, go see what they do, go talk to people. Um, but if you get a chance to go to like an Gate conference or an ISTE, Or a a TECA or a FETC or any of those conferences, even a local, small local one. Get out there and go. Take a Saturday morning and go to these conferences. You will not be disappointed. You get to go out there and find there's people just like you that have the same ideas as you. That have the same uh, desire to make themselves better. So go. Get reinv- um, reinvigorated and, and make sure that you're ready. So NiceGate 2024 is going to be coming up soon. ISTE 24 is coming up soon. All right. Uh, get out there. Go do these things. And then we'll see you next week on the next episode of the Tech Ed Clubhouse.